Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome aboard and a happy new year. It is Follow the Money. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard. This show is brought to you by DraftKings in about 15 minutes. We'll get into uh, today's playoff games in college football. Uh, we'll go over the latest numbers, talk about what happened this weekend, if they means anything for these matchups that we have today. Uh, also, Paulie, we do have uh, pretty much every game on the board this morning for Week 18 in the NFL. I was a little afraid that uh, they might be slow to trickle, trickle out like last night, this morning, into this week, but they have not been. And uh, at DraftKings this morning, the first game that we have this week, Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Pittsburgh's three and a half total is 38. And the Ravens clinched the number one overall seed yesterday. Mm. So this is like a, you know, it's a must win for Pittsburgh. So it's totally juiced into this number, obviously, at this point. Factored in with, uh, you know, who's probably going to be sitting for the Ravens. Tough call, no doubt. And every time they play, it seems to be a three-point game uh, as well. But certainly we've seen how well Huntley has played. And they should have gone into Cincinnati and beat them last year in the playoffs. So still not, no problem with the Ravens' backups. And we've seen it many times where must win doesn't mean must bet. And somehow these backups play well and a team uh, loses a game like this. But I- I'm shocked what's happened. I mean, congratulations to Tomlin. He did it again. Another – how is – what? These guys are going to win t- nine, ten games? I mean, they, they, they put Trubisky in. They can't beat Arizona. They they lose to the Patriots oh. at home, and now they're gonna they could make the playoffs. How, how much regret is there within this uh, organization to have those losses back to back weeks at home as six point favorites? No pa- kidding. Patriots wasn't pretty. Cardinals maybe even and, uglier than that. And why why'd you wait so long to put Rudolph in there? Uh, but a great job offensively what they did, and and now you have Pickens who's been great the last couple weeks, a big time weapon. And a total embarrassment by Seattle defensively. Just gashing them on the ground. Brutal. Both Harris and Warren. Just lighting them up five yards a carry. Great job by the Steelers and Tomlin. At least how they're finishing here. But to me, it'd be Steelers or pass. So, they're, okay. I'm looking at a scenario from Lee Sharp NFL on X. It's a great breakdown. I retweeted it a couple times last night. This is uh, to your point, Paulie, of how Jacksonville and Tennessee should have been the early game going into Houston and the Colts. Jacksonville can still get in with a loss. See, this is why this should have been the early game Saturday. That's yeah. Yep. So that's so it comes then if they lose, it'll come down to Pittsburgh, Baltimore. If Pittsburgh loses that game, then it comes down to Denver and the Raiders. If the Raiders win that game, there's a scenario where Jacksonville still the seven. <laughs> and, and they can also it's an, it's even more convoluted than that if the Bills win. 
that the Jags can still get in as the seventh seed. If the Steelers lose and the Raiders beat the Broncos as well, they can still get in. How about that for drama on Saturday? To have that as a six-hour doubleheader. Mm-hmm. Well, I, they, well, they catch a break that it's Sunday, though, too, because Lawrence is going to need all the rest and time he needs. That's true. Don't know if he's going to play. Um, but this this one Saturday night, all for, you know, winner in, and the winner can win the division. So those are those were staggering numbers and, and odds. Even when you said Jacksonville was eight and three and what twenty thousand whatever it was to make the playoffs, but to think that the winner of this game can not only make the playoffs but win the division. So uh, tough call here. It didn't go well for Houston the first time, but that was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far and away. So yep. we'll we'll see if Houston can can get it done here. I'm pulling for him. Yeah, I, I, I want to see where this number is going to go. Again, I can't imagine it's going to drift out to like three anywhere, and it's between like a pick 'em and Colts one and a half. Uh, I'm intrigued by Texas uh, Texans on the on a teaser to go up to seven and a half. Okay, but I just need to find a dance partner uh, for this week. Buccaneers are five and a half at Carolina. Total is thirty-seven and a half. It's a week-to-week league. Look at how well the Buccaneers were playing going into yesterday. Didn't make any sense. And they, then what happened? They played that game. Like they had, yeah, no big deal. We beat Carolina. We won the division. They treated it like a, a preseason game. I can't believe how bad they played. That was shocking. For what, it, it, Total domination by the Saints. Total domination. Two garbage touchdowns late from Tampa. Just get blown out. But, you know, Carolina only has their, their few wins at home. I know uh, they moved it, Young moved it against Green Bay, but I just... I can't get on board with Bryce Young. No, they're so awful. I just, yep. I mean. And then you got the, the the owner in the news for all the wrong reasons. He's got to be fine, suspended, something. Oh, no question. You can't throw a drink on a fan, you lunatic. But I, I love Tampa in this game. Okay, so the Jacksonville number, which, well, the game we referenced, the number is Jacksonville three and a half, total is 40 and a half. <sighs> Who knows? I don't know what you. Uh, no idea here yeah. what to make of this game. Now, early. Levis left with an injury. I imagine it'd be Tannehill. But again, uh, he was harassed when he came in and. They lit him up. He had no time to throw. Couldn't get anything going offensively. Jacksonville's defense was great, but it was Bryce Young. But it's Beathard's not bad. But imagine if you go into this game you have to have, and it's C.J. Beathard on the road, three and a half. I don't know. I think for the first time since the Reagan administration, the Falcons are playing in a game where the point spread is not three or below. <laughs> yeah. They're catching four at the Saints. Total yeah. is 41 and a half. Yep. I mean, again, just the Falcons, on paper, one of the easiest schedules that we've ever seen. Just going by numbers, I mean, not an opinion. That's just like data stuff. And here we are. Team has just been a complete train wreck. You, they're so untrustworthy and blown out yesterday against the Bears. And now the Saints look good. Yeah. Who, who knows if that'll continue for one more game in this divisional spot. Can you get madness here? Saints win, Packers lose, Seahawks lose, Vikings lose. It it's, gets all crazy and zany here. Yeah, yeah. There's a path for the Saints. Mm-hmm. Have to look at that long shot, but that's we've seen crazy stuff like that come in before. Yep, uh, Bengals are four and a half point favorites at home to the Browns. Yeah, I got to take the Bengals. I would think that they would be able to move the ball against the skeleton crew of Cleveland. Yeah, Stavansky already came. Already out came out. So you're locked into the five. There's nothing you can do. You're the five. You'll play whoever wins the AFC South. Mm-hmm. Now, how does uh, Zach Taylor approach this? I think you got. Why? Why would you not play Jake Browning? Yeah, I would. Now, how many other starters will actually give it a go? I guess we'll wait and find out this week what his approach is going to be. But, yeah, the Browns aren't going to play anybody. I mean, why would they want to take the chance on anybody else getting dinged up going into the playoffs? Yeah, you play P.J. Walker and uh, you run the ball and go yeah. home. Here's another one. We didn't bring this up in the first hour. Patriots are one and a half or two to the Jets? Oh, yeah. Hello. Come on. Number one, they beat them 15 in a row. Number two, this is this it for Belichick? I'm, this is going to be his final? You don't think he wants to win? He can stick it to the Jets again and go out? So, and, and I'll tell you, not for nothing, I, I got concerns about the Sunday night game, specifically Buffalo. And I know what's, what just we watched with Miami. The Patriots were minus three in the turnover battle in that game. They allowed a pick six for a touchdown. They almost won. So all is not right with the Bills. I mean, that was the Bills almost lost that game. And New England had four turnovers yeah. and a pick six. We were watching that game together yesterday, and Every time I looked up, either Zappy was turning the ball over again, but yet somehow it was like a six-point game. Uh-huh. Like, how? Every time, there's a turnover every yep. three seconds, but yet they're not even out of this game yet. I couldn't believe it. I They got to 20 and a half in play. I'm just taking New England every commercial break. 
20, 14, 7, 12, every day. I mean, give me, give me all the numbers. They were fortunate to walk out of there the, somehow absolutely. with the win. Yeah, Allen, another silly fumble. Oh, was that but bad? You, I know, stretching the ball. You, you got to take the Patriots. I mean, it, this is probably it I for Belichick. He beat them 15 in a row. Right. Uh, Lions are four. And by the way, what does the draft pick mean to him if he's going to be gone? Oh, you're right. He doesn't He care. would love to win this he game. Already, already, he already thought what he did with the draft pick, winning these two big games late. Lions are four at home to the Vikings. Total is 43 and a half. I don't know. Who's playing? F minus by O'Connell. I can't believe he put Hall out there. And pull him already. Yeah, for as long as he did. It's a you got to have it. Your season's on the line. He's got thirty yards at halftime. What do you? And I know the defense was was horrible, but come on, the game's out of reach. Then it's twenty three to three. What are you doing? I think that Nick you, Mullins threw for four hundred yards. Right, right. Even like Collinsworth last night in the broadcast, he sensed it like right away in the game. And they're like, I'm not so sure what's going on here. But do they make a move? It was evident after what two drives, maybe three. Yeah, he, he pulled the kid. You can't you can't oh, possibly trot him out there any longer. Between that and I'm not going to use Chandler till late in the season. Pull really really bad O'Connor job out of him. Blew this I this know year. it, and it was going so well yeah. with the whole Dobbs thing. Yeah, it was. What do you think of the Eagles laying six against the Giants? And get there. How about that game? We haven't even touched on that. The Giants, but what are you doing? Barkley could have walked into the end zone on the two point conversion. Taylor, I don't know what he was doing. He had the yips. He short armed it. Yeah, and then you just settle. For a 54-yard field goal with Mason Crosby? That's the guy you want to send out there? Oh, I know they got the 94-yard punt return, but that was the Rams were lucky. Giants blew that game. And here, I mean, I, I just talked about it. Philly's a mess defensively. Lost four of five, 30th and third down defense. You have up 51 points in the second half the last two weeks of the Giants in Arizona. Is 45 and a half too short of a total? Tyrod Taylor is going to be the quarterback for the Giants yeah. against this god-awful Big playability, defense? yeah. We saw it in the Christmas game against with Slayton. And I brought it up last week. Folks, I'm telling you, Jalen Carter is not winning defensive rookie of the year. I hope you grabbed some Will Anderson when I talked about that or some Whoa. others. Will Anderson's down to 2-1 to one at some spots today. He was 25-1 to one last week. Oh, wow. So uh, Rams are catching three and a half at the Niners. Total is 42 and a half. I, I have to, I want to face Detroit. I don't want to go to Dallas. I, I would agree. Uh, but I'm also, if I'm Shanahan, I, I've got to play Purdy. Confidence is so big, especially with a young guy. Okay, so after what happened against the Ravens? Yes. You want to try him out there for more reps? And- I, want, I, I don't want two weeks off with that guy after just with the nightmare on Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'd play him a half. McCaffrey can't play. No, I uh, right, right. Well, the others. I mean, again, this is something that the news will trickle trickle out throughout the entire week. Uh, Cowboys with a win take down the NFC East, thirteen and a half point favorites at Washington. And I guess it's Howell again. Brissett got hurt at practice Friday. Cool. How weird was that? That is strange. And he was third string. That was uh, well, yeah, the- Howell's. Uh, Howell is so bad. Uh huh. Ooh. Will the Commanders care at all about this being Ron Rivera's? I mean, seemingly last ever. No, they haven't the whole year. Why not? Yeah. No. Will they have any pride about trying to not allow the Cowboys yeah. to win the division? Does that matter? Uh, the, they, how, they, how does the first quarter go? The U-Hauls are backed up. They're looking for an excuse, Mitch. The bags are packed. The tee times are booked. They're one, just waiting for an excuse to roll over. One, two, three, Port of Vallarta. Yes. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll give you the other games that we have on the docket as well for Week 18, and we'll get into the two playoff games in college football. Have we seen enough from the Big Ten to have a stronger opinion on the Rose Bowl? That's next here on VEASAN. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the vcin.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to view betting records, profit, ROI, who has the hot hand. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, unbelievable dog videos. Become a vcin Pro subscriber today. $9.99. vcin.com slash subscribe. All right. Uh, we have some more games here to go over. Opening, well, current numbers, I should say, for Week 18 in the NFL. Chiefs at the Chargers, L.A., one-and-a-half-point favorites. Total is 35-and-a-half. Oh, 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 yeah. It's, uh, it knows, no Easton stick for me. No way. It was, uh, it was ugly yesterday. And uh, appear Eckler is cooked, too. Mm-hmm. Can't, uh, no explosiveness continues to fumble. And that uh, was – I don't know how the Chiefs are going to treat it. So if the Chiefs basically play all their backups in this game, does that kind of qualify as a mini-buy for next week? And you know how good Andy Reid has been off a of buy? You want to go that far? Or is that, is that a big time re- reach That's for me? Reach. Yeah, probably a reach. I mean, so they're going to have. I, I don't. I, I don't want the over. I'll tell you that. No, 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 I mean, no. This was that no. Denver game had no chance yesterday. No, no, and, and well, I mean, the Chiefs game stayed under as well, and that game yep. took money to the over yesterday. It, did the fourth quarter? It must have, right? Did the fourth quarter stay under again? Oh my God! Yeah. Did, um, how many points did they get? Six. Let me look. Nine. Nine. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the um, nine mm. fourth quarter. Yeah. Not, no. Fourth quarter probably would have been. No, it would have been higher. You think so? Second okay. half stayed under. 12 not Unbelievable. Every fourth quarter has stayed under but one, and every second half has gone under but two for the Chiefs. Okay, so how do I approach this now? I have uh, over 8.5 for the Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, I, I, total have, I got 8.5 and, and 9. Okay. I, so here we are. They're yeah. sitting at 8-8. Eight and eight. They're laying 3.5 points at the Cardinals. You, do we? I, I want to get out of the bet because I, no, I have no faith in Seattle winning this game at all. None whatsoever. But do I try to win both bets by yeah, taking take the Cardinals the plus three and a half take, take rather the than the points. money line? Yeah. Yeah. I and can't believe that defensive performance. Or what defense? I can't they believe it. They couldn't get out the field. Oh, wow. Against the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. Up and down the field. Yeah. Who do you want to get a hit by? Harris. Here's Warren. Here's another open pass to Pickens with nobody surrounding him. I mean, it was just... Well, again, playoff lives are on the line here, and you've been a disappointment anyway. I get it. You have some injuries. I don't care, though. Everybody to this, at this point of the season, and you were basically just run off the field. I know it was a 10-point margin at the end of the game. It never felt like it was that close to me. Should be a shootout in the desert. I don't see why not. Between Connor and, and what Murray's been doing. You know, that's the other thing. Philadelphia lost that game. Murray was sick while we're on the air Friday. We didn't know he was going to play. Yeah. And he throws a pick six, and he still get beat, and he lights you up. Connor's running angry. He's He's got weapons here. He's moving the ball. McBride, these guys, great job by Arizona. Broncos are playing out here in Las Vegas. Antonio Pierce and the Raiders are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Total is uh, 38. I mentioned this oh, wait, go ahead. Uh, yes. very early in the show today. I saw enough yesterday to know that Antonio Pierce could not be my next head coach by Mark Davis twice in the game, early and a little bit later on, twice. Plus territory. And we're not talking at the 49-yard line. 
they're cl- much closer than that. Fourth and short both times, he decides to punt. Each. Fourth and one. Oh, yeah. Fourth and one. Oh, yeah. He, and like then he inches, took, I And think. then he took, the, he took the penalty. Took the penalty. It was fourth and one. He punted from like the 40-yard line. Did it twice. Oh. I can't have that as my guy in no. 2024 and beyond. I can't. And guess sorry, what? I can't. Yeah, you lost by three points. You did, yep. yep. This is kind of a litmus. All these games are a litmus yep. test. That is a huge indicator and a huge key of what kind of guy you're going to get moving forward. That's way too conservative. You would think he'd be old school. Like, if we can't get a yard, we don't deserve the win. and we all, I mean, Oh, because he loves to run the I football, know, I right? Know. So I just can't go, believe it. Yeah, that was a really bad look. Uh, here you go. At DraftKings right now, Packers up to three and a half against the Bears. Total is 44. I'm just going to wait back and see how high this number. Maybe I'll grab some three and a half today if it's available out here in Las Vegas. Like the Bears quite a bit in this game. Packers looked great last night. Be a great way to close the season, and maybe the Bears can be like the Lions then and just use this hot streak and almost make the playoffs and knock out the Packers and use it as a, a key to next season. It would mean a ton to those players yeah. and everybody else if they could keep no, the Packers out of the playoffs. Yeah, all good points. Sunday night game, Buffalo's three at Miami. I, I don't like what I'm seeing from Buffalo. I That was bad last yeah, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Patriots are not a good team. And you're plus three in the turnover battle, and you you got to hang on for dear life. Josh Allen again. What is going on? First yeah, Stephon Diggs. Been, yeah, right, that too. Remember, you beat the Cowboys, but he threw for 90 yards. That was all Cook. And they were sick, and they gashed him on the ground. So I know it's ugly with Miami. And I know they beat him 8-9, and I know the first game was 48-20. to but uh, I also just, yeah, they, they can win. They better win because there's a chance they lose and they're home for the playoffs. But I, moving forward, I don't know. Even if they're the two seed, it's like I, I don't see it offensively. I just, there, there's not much to like. You know, Von, Mil- Von Miller, Diggs has more tackles than Von Miller. How about that? How you're, about that stat? You're kidding. Oh, that's me. real. Yeah. Stephon Diggs has more tackles than Von Miller. Off of uh, Josh Allen interceptions? <laughs> Is that what it's from? Yeah. Uh, help me run. Wow, that's a great yeah. stat. Yeah, healthy scratch yesterday too, Vaughn. All right, uh, yeah. to college football here. It is welcome in. It is follow, mon- uh, follow the money. Happy New Year. We're on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard. So, what do we know about the Big Ten at this point going into the Rose Bowl today? As Michigan is still a one and a half or a two point favorite. By the way, I'm looking at the betting splits page right now at vsin.com. Alabama has taken 61% of the handle at um, DraftKings and 62% of the bets. Missouri, 14, Ohio State, 3. Friday night, Ohio State had 203 yards of offense. That was not a pretty look whatsoever. Ole Miss destroyed Penn State, 38-25. Nittany Lions allowed 540 yards of offense. Maryland did look impressive against the Tigers, but Auburn had four turnovers in the game. They lost 31-13. Mm-hmm. Is there enough here? And we'll see it again today. Wisconsin plays against LSU. Iowa plays against Tennessee. If it does not go well, it's bowl games, though, so it's tough to really extract too much from the outcomes. I just I think it's more of the breakdown Brad Powers had on this show Thursday. Nick Saban, with time to prepare, average margin of victory, three touchdowns, and, and Harbaugh's had issues here in the Bulls. Let's be, let's be in kind. And certainly the loss to TCU and getting blown out by Georgia. And now the distractions. I guess he hired Don Yee now. He's got Don Yee as an agent. Is it, And now it's maybe he's going to the NFL. So I also find it wild that he's sitting there next to Saban. And he's being asked. Saban's being asked about the cheating stuff. And, now you, <laughs> and Harbaugh's like squirming in his you know weird body language as Saban's answering the question. But it's, Yeah. And all those people out there, I mean, what do you want to do? You want to maneuver? You have to maneuver with all these Alabama future tickets that you were betting. It's like, okay, well, don't count them out. They always find a way. And 30 to 1, 25 to 1, Alabama to win it when they were left for dead after they lost to Texas. But as I said on the show Friday, how many times has Alabama played up to their power rating? The answer is one, the Georgia game. They were great against Georgia. But this is his best coaching job, no doubt. But I, I just, with this time to prepare and the best to ever do it, I have to take Saban against Harbaugh, who's had all these issues in the bowl games. I, yeah. I have to do it. I, I look overall at the depth and the quality of the Big Ten, and I just I shake my head, and I, I can't find, I'm sorry, I just I can't find good wins on Michigan's schedule outside of beating Ohio State. Uh, Penn State's a nice team, but that's all I can say about them. They're not. They're far from great. I don't even want to call them a good team, to be honest. No, you saw what happened when they played... They're okay. They're yeah, fine. Yeah. But they're, they're not. Let's not kid ourselves here and say, well, my power ratings say they're top 10. Then maybe that tells us that we don't have really 10 great teams in the, in the country. But the whole Big Ten overall, 
I mean, Iowa, I mean, we're, we're watching football from the 1940s with Iowa Hawkeyes offense. Wisconsin was terrible this year. They're probably going to get run out by LSU today. They're a nine-point dog. Money keeps coming in on the Badgers. Good luck if you're betting them in that spot. I just, I, I, ha, I mean, I have loaded up on Alabama, and I've been betting. Bet more on it, even with the futures. Even you with, I, I am 25 yep. to 1. I'm like, yep. I, I, I can't believe the number hasn't changed. I can't believe I can get them still at plus. Now I can move maneuver because I've been, I've been parlaying like money lines and certain bets to Alabama for the last three weeks. Um, so at some point here, I could get out of the game. I could wait for in play to see if I can win all, uh, you know, both bets. Hopefully Alabama gets up big early. I could take a number on Michigan. We'll find out about the landing spot. But uh, if you haven't bet it yet, you can grab one ten well, on Alabama money line. I still think it's a good bet. Okay, maybe we get both dogs because I am rooting like hell for Washington so in the late game. And how many times does this happen? How many times can the team from the best conference that went undefeated can play the no-respect card? And good for them. They're doing it again. They can't believe they're underdogs. And Washington's well aware of the point spread. Now, as Paul Stone said earlier, it's going to be a road game. I mean, it's all Texas fans taking over. But you have the number one pass offense. You're averaging 37 points per game. you got a great offensive line. You have a great quarterback. Give them time. I think it'll be and, – and this is – you're right about what you said about the Big Ten. But the Big 12 was a joke this year. Oh, yeah. Joke. You beat Oklahoma State. In the Oklahoma State, we talked about lost at home to South Alabama, blown out in Central Florida. I mean, this is a great angle here. I mean, us against the world and no respect. This team went undefeated and won game after game after game. They're a 10-point dog against Oregon after they already beat them. And they pushed them around. And here they are again. They're another underdog. So I love that Washington can just play the – the, the no respect card here again here in disrespect. I still can't get over the fact of what you just said. I cannot believe that they were a 10-point dog to Oregon. Yeah. On a neutral. They just, I mean, the Ducks just took money the entire time before that matchup. Lost outright, again, to that team. And yet here we are sitting watching Washington as a four-point dog. Okay. VEASAN sports betting analyst Josh Applebaum on the show up next. We'll find out what he likes on today's card, bowl games, and maybe some Week 18 stuff in the NFL as well. This is Follow the Money on v Looking to bet smarter than v has the perfect holiday gift for you. Get the new special v Pro Access. Everything we do through May 1st, only $79. Sign up today. Unlimited access to the best bets, betting splits, premium analysis, 24-7 video, and the betting guides. March Madness right around the corner. v slash subscribe. Get the special now. v Slash subscribe. Yeah, Paulie. Happy New Year, buddy. Yeah, I get that. I know last night's one of your favorite nights of the entire year. <laughs> yes, right. Right. Uh, I wanted to go to bed early. The damn fireworks. They didn't I, stand a chance. I think they started around uh, five thirty, six o'clock. Yes. Last night. Yes. Fun times. Josh Yabobam joins the program now. Vsin betting analyst. You can get his two podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast. One is called Morning Bets. The other one is Market Insights. Josh, Happy New Year. How are you? Happy New Year, Mitch and Paulie. Great to be with you. Yeah, had some fun last night, but uh, no days off, like Belichick used to say. And uh, we're going to power through and give you some caps for the uh, big games today, guys. Happy New Year. Right. No days off, but for Christmas, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. No, okay, all right. Yeah. Thanks uh, a lot. Yeah. Be, 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 hey, before we get into uh, your analysis on these two playoff games that we have, what is your advice to the audience about betting Week 18 in the NFL? Yeah, I think my biggest advice, guys, would just be just be very careful. Don't force anything. I think this is the one week to be extra careful and really – kind of, you know, apply your handicap a little bit differently than other weeks, just because there are teams with such differing motivations. Like, I'll give you a couple examples here, guys. Number one, let's look at what's happened here in this Pittsburgh Steelers game playing against Baltimore. Pittsburgh Steelers uh, are fighting for a playoff spot. Baltimore locks up the one seed. They have nothing to play for. We've seen a massive line move away from Baltimore who could rest all their starters. Sit Lamar Jackson. Looks like he's locked up the MVP after another great game yesterday. Looking at that opener, guys, you had Baltimore short favorite laying a couple points. We've now flipped all the way to Pittsburgh, minus three and a half, even minus four. Uh, Pretty good bet split here. The early bets, 56% uh, of the bets here going with Pittsburgh, uh, but almost almost 60% of the money. So this is the kind of thing I think trips you up and really uh, kind of think of it as don't force it. We have the playoffs coming up ahead here, which are going to be some fantastic games. So look at who's playing and who's not. And then also look at motivation in terms of some divisional spots. Like the big one that I'm looking at, guys, is Miami and and, uh, Buffalo. 
this was a game here that we saw, you know, very short favorite Buffalo around minus one and a half, minus two. Some books even open Miami a short favorite. We've now moved all the way to Buffalo minus three. Remember, Miami, uh, as these both these teams are fighting for the AFC East crown. Miami has a bunch of injuries, got really banged up in the last game uh, against the Ravens and Buffalo Bills are surging right now. They're getting just about half the tickets, but almost 70% of the money. So these are the little things to look at. What are the motivations? Which teams are in it? Which teams are out of it? Which teams are going to sit uh, and play some backup quarterbacks? You got to know these things and don't force it. It's been a long, great year. You know, don't give away your bankroll in week 18 when we have a lot of question marks. If you want to be careful and, and save your bankroll and get ready for the playoffs, that'll be my biggest advice going into week 18. All right. Now, shifting our attention to college football. Good advice, by the way. Totally agree with that. Uh, the Rose Bowl comes up today. We get Michigan, a small favorite still against Alabama. They've been the favorite since this game first posted at sportsbooks across the country. Uh, totals in the mid-40s as well. What do you make of it, Josh? Yeah, I like Michigan here. I think this is a classic fade the trendy dog opportunity. And you said something really important here, Mitch. We really haven't moved off of Michigan being favored. And why is that important? Because for you know nearly a month now, we've had this line out for so long, we still remain Michigan the favorite, even though the public continues to hammer Alabama. If you look at the bet splits from VEASAN.com, coming from uh, directly from DraftKings, it's been pretty consistent start to now, opener to now, around 65, 70% of bets are taking Alabama. However, you got to remember the public, they really tend toward betting favorites. It's kind of rare that they load up on a dog. If you're a kind of an average Joe better, you feel safer. If you put your money down on a favorite, the better team, the safer bet expected to win. It's very rare that the public loads up on a dog. And we know this by now when dogs become popular, they become trendy. Wise guys like to bet against those trendy dogs. It's kind of the uh, kind of a, a rare instance where you can actually be with the favorite and go contrarian by fading trendy dogs. So even though you're getting 65, 70% of bets on Alabama, you mentioned it, Mitch, we've never moved off the one and a half. And you've even seen over the last 24 hours or so, some of these one and a half, minus one and a half Michigan are going up to minus two. So if the public keeps pounding Alabama, why aren't we down to a pick? Why hasn't this hopped the fence and gone to Alabama minus one or minus two? I think the fact that it's staying right where it's at is a classic line freeze when you have heavy betting one side, but the line won't move. That tells me that the uh, odds makers are saying, hey, we'll take this nonstop, you know, casual average Joe betters putting five, 10 bucks on, on Alabama, that's okay because we know that the sharper play here from the respected betters is laying the points with Michigan. Uh, and also some recency biases at play, guys. Recency bias uh, in terms of what we saw in the last game, Alabama with a big upset over Georgia, the two-time champ versus, you know, Wolverines not taking them seriously. You know, Iowa wasn't very good. I think there's kind of something of a play right there. And also the historical bias. You see Nick Saban, eight titles. You look at Harbaugh, feel like the last you know few years here, he's really never won these big games. There's an SEC bias over Bama being from a better conference, but you add it all up. And this is a data play to me. Everybody and their mother is taking Alabama on the points. How can you not take the dog here with Saban in a big game, but the lines remain frozen at minus one and a half. It's moving up to minus two. I money line Michigan here, guys. I love this spot to fade a trendy dog in a heavily bet game and go with the Wolverines to win this one. Okay. We were talking about this before you came on the, uh, the nightcap, and this is when do you see this, where the team from the best conference that went undefeated can play the no-respect guard and Washington players talking about it that they can't believe they're <laughs> underdogs again after they were 10-point dogs out here against Oregon in the Pac-12 title game? Although it's going to be all Texas fans uh, in this one in New Orleans. What do you think of Texas 4 and 63 and a half? Yeah, I'm going to take Washington plus 4 here, Paulie. I think it's an angle here that it's not quite – a contrarian spot, you're getting around 58% of bets here on Washington. So they're the slight public play, not an overwhelming public play. But I lean more on what we've seen through the in terms of the line movement here because you open at a lot of shops, you know, Texas minus four, you know, briefly at times over the month of December, anytime it got to minus four and a half, Texas, you had a lot of wise guy money, grab the hook with the Huskies, bring it back down to four. And we're minus four, minus 110, you know, both sides here. But there's a couple shops that are juiced up a little bit toward the Washington side. I do see one book that's down to three and a half. So that's notable to me. We haven't gone up to back to four and a half or five. It stayed where it's at. It's come down anytime a hook was available and it's trending down late back toward Washington and the points. Uh, I lean on a dog who can score too. I think that's important here. Obviously the offense of Washington to keep pace with Texas or backdoor cover with Penix Jr. and some great, uh, great wide receivers who will be probably drafted very high in the draft. Uh, so the line movement is telling me liability here is on Washington. And then you mentioned something important there, Paulie, the disrespect factor, the chip on their shoulder. You know, go to the NFL a few weeks ago. Remember when Baltimore went into San Francisco and after the game, when they were interviewing the players, they said uh, a lot of guys in the Ravens were like, hey, we were a dog. We took that as disrespect. 
Lamar Jackson was talking about in his I think he's 12 and 1 ATS now mm-hmm. as a dog Jackson is. Yeah. They use that as fuel and motivation. And here's your quote here from Braylon Trice. I think it's crazy just the level of disrespect we get. I can't really understand it, but it helps us put our backs against the wall, ready to play even harder because we are the underdog. So that to me is a motivational edge that you're also applying to kind of the betting market liability on the plus 4. So I'm taking the Huskies here plus 4, uh, hoping that they uh you know lose by 3 or less or win the game outright. Uh, great stuff. Again, you can get Josh's two podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast. One is called Morning Bets. The other one is Market Insights. Josh, Happy New Year. Best of luck today. Thank you. Happy New Year's, guys. Have a great 2024. Yep. Thank there you. You, you too. Same to you. Okay, so that's my biggest fear of being on Alabama is that it's been nothing but it's a public dog. Yeah. And I don't love being on public dogs, obviously. So that would be my one concern uh, more than anything else, I think. What are we going to get from J.J. McCarthy if they can't run the football today? We haven't seen anything in weeks, months from that guy. Yep. Can we get two close games? I mean, every year, you know, Herb Street's talked about it nonstop here, but you get these blowouts and a year after year after year blowouts and what's happened. I would so. say it's unlikely. My, my guess is we're going to get at least one blowout today. I hope I'm wrong, but I think just based on history and that's the way it goes. And I mean, you do have a game with a total of 63. So, I mean, that could be, you know, 48-30. You know, if it go if it goes flying over and these alt totals hit on the over and it's played indoors and the offenses are all clicking, which they can, by the way, um, that could happen. I guess the the biggest surprise today to me would be Michigan blowing out Alabama, though. Yeah, I agree with that one. I could see Bama blowing out Michigan, but that would be would Michigan be able to put put Saban out like that? I mean, that's that that would surprise me if he loses this this game. With what he's up against, what you said, now he's got uh, Yee as his agent. Is he gone? Well, he, he was asked about it too, and he didn't really shoot it down. I would just think, who knows what's coming on the other side? Are they are they looking? Is he looking at a long suspension? Does he get blown out today? And does he just say, "I'll I'll take all this money and I'll try the NFL again, and I'll go I'll take the Charger job." I guess you could look I, I at mean, it. it I, you could you could look at it both ways, right? If it gets blown out again today, maybe he's like, I, I I guess I've reached the ceiling here with Michigan as a program. I have to leave. It's not going to get any better than this. But look who's coming in, though, too. Yeah. Oh, I know. Because who's coming in? Right, right. Or if they win the whole thing, then he can just say that's my swan song. Yeah, that's true. You're welcome. You know, big blue and or go blue, whatever they say. And I did, by the way, last week I said I think the the biggest if we got like an Alabama Texas national title game, like it would be. Actually, if we got Michigan-Texas, because that fan base is enormous, and I do think people have Alabama fatigue. Mm-hmm. And SEC fatigue. Yeah. Okay. Not bad. Nothing wrong with Michigan versus Washington. No, I think Washington's Nothing the wrong sexiest with team to watch, actually. Yeah, that's right. They are fun to watch. You'll see that tonight. We'll go over some uh, updated futures in the NFL. What's over with? In terms of uh, awards, some division numbers still hanging out there. That's coming up next on Follow the Money. It's Feast and the Sports Betting Network. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only 
only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. New customers can bet $5 and pocket $150 in bonus bets instantly. Good NBA card today. A matinee in the Garden with the T-Wolves and the Knicks. Big trade over the weekend, too. Get the NBA League Pass for the rest of the season. Download the app. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. So I'm looking at the DraftKings page right now, DraftKings.com, and uh, under futures in the NFL to make the playoffs, the Saints are plus 250 to get in. There is a scenario where they can, uh, it's very, it's convoluted, but they can still make the playoffs as the seventh seed and not by winning the uh, NFC South. Green Bay has to so, lose, Seattle has to lose, Saints have to win, Tampa Bay has to win. So you're better off doing that scenario, though. Yeah, I think payout. so. Yes. On a parlay. Yes. If you think, yeah, right. They, yeah, St. Moneyline, Arizona wins. For them to get, Chicago, yeah. right, right. Also in the NFC, the Seahawks now are plus 230 this morning to get in. Oh, how did they get? Were they 330 last week? 370? Yeah, in that range. Yep. Atlanta is 7-1 to to make it. Telling me there's a chance. Packers now have moved to minus 190. Their playoff number has been, it's been a bigger roller coaster than Jordan Love on the field. Yeah. Back and forth, plus on the yes, plus on the no. They going to do this again? Another win and in situation? They're going to blow it at all? And lose? That'd be something. I, I like the Bears this week. Yeah. Um, Watson, Watson can't get on the field? What is going on here? Come on, man. Uh, again, I got I got to tell you, Collinsworth again last night in the broadcast, he brought up a great point. He's like, they're really going to have to look deep into what the hell's going on here, basically. <laughs> no I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. Yeah, right, yeah. But he's like, how is it possible he's missed 10 games because of a hammy, going uh, yep. back to last year to this year? Like, what is going on there? Look fine in warm-ups. Yeah, right. They, they can't figure it out. How yeah. good is that Reed kid? Yeah. Ten touchdowns now on the year? Great performance. Very, very good. Um, so the Bills are minus $9 to get in today. They're around 6-1 to one plus 550 to miss. Yeah. Well, laying three. They can lose this game, and then uh, there's a good chance. Well, they'll know what happens because they're the late game, but that's if Jacksonville win, wins and Pittsburgh wins... Bills are out with a loss. Yeah. All this to watch out for Buffalo. Here they come. I mean, you could get the two seed or miss the playoffs. Miami's already in. So Miami's the two or the six. That's it. Two or six for Miami. But Buffalo can be the two or miss the playoffs entirely. That's crazy. Would you like Buffalo's chances going to Baltimore and winning in the playoffs? No. Neither would I. Not the way Josh Allen's playing and not the way they've looked. They're winning, again, they're winning games, but it's been, defense has played better. Yep. But no, no, that was that's what that was ugly uh, yesterday. Yeah. Ba- Colts and Texans basically it's the same as the money line this week on the game to get in, and uh, Jacksonville is now minus three dollars to get in. The nose plus two twenty. Was Hamlin inactive? Yes, he was. Okay, yesterday. well, this is getting real. This is getting good now. Okay, I mean, I, I agree with a lot of people now that you're just gonna have to, you're gonna kind of have to do, rework, the wording and what the the award actually is. Then, I mean, what. I know what what happened, but he's made three tackles. It's week 18 Sunday. He's minus 135 to win comeback player of the year right now at DraftKings. This guy was on the couch a month ago. Joe Flacco's even money. 
That's another one. You want to talk about big tickets coming in on Alabama? There will be some big numbers anyway that if Flacco wins this award, again, he was 100 to 1 or higher. I saw 150 to 1. He's 250 to 1 a month ago. Okay, there you go. I DraftKings. Yep. Yep. He was actually on the board at 250 to 1. Mm-hmm. So people will have some big numbers on this guy if he actually pulls it off. You want to rule out Mayfield? Now, is it is it down between Flacco yes. and easy, Hamlin? It's an easy hedge. Okay. Yep, it's so, Hamlin or Flacco. So Flacco, Flacco. Flacco won't play this week. It doesn't look like it. So just going to go on based on what he's done as the new starting quarterback for the Browns, uh-huh. and then does it, it doesn't even matter if Hamlin's active or not in this game. Uh-huh. It's just going to it's going to come down to what voters think about this guy. He was dead on the field last year, and was it good enough to come back and actually, again, what would you say, three tackles? He hasn't played. As as I thought, yeah, last check, I think he only has three tackles, and he's hardly been out there. Yeah, he's played special teams, but on defense, it's been like bare bones uh-huh. here, the absolute minimum amount of snaps the entire year. But I think some people already had it made up in their minds. Peter King said he takes one snap, he's in. Mm-hmm. So that's what it comes well, down to then. That was the thing with Alex Smith. Though. Alex Smith got on the field and did played well and got him in the playoffs. Yeah. That was after the 12 surgeries, whatever it was, and almost had to amputate the leg. Oh. Uh, this morning, coach of the year, Kevin Stefanski is minus 1,000. Wow. Now, oh. ag- again, we had Mike Dettelier on from WWL in New Orleans last Friday. He has a vote. He flat out said on the air, his vote is going to go to D'Amico Ryans. And we followed up by asking him, even if they don't make the playoffs, he said, even if they don't make the playoffs, that's who I'm voting for. I think this is mispriced. I do. If the Texans win Saturday night, I mean, they won three games, three years in a row. Yeah. They're, they're win- oh, yeah, you could say McVay, too. But the Rams' win total was six and a half. The Texans' win total was low. Steichen's done a great job. But, I mean, to make the playoffs and you have had all these injuries and you didn't have Stroud late, but you, you could throw Steichen at me too. I'm not, I'm, I'm sure. not going to kill you. But this is uh, – I, I he's too high now. It's way too high. He's done a great job, but it's they still have a, a great defense and uh, and solid players and, and Cooper and Njoku and the weapons that they have. But this mm-hmm. one to ten is too high. I would agree with that. Like, I'm going to shop around today. D'Amico Ryan's is 11 to 1 at DraftKings. I'll, I'll shop around today and tomorrow and see what books are going to post in Las Vegas. Again, that's only Mike D'Atelier. He's only one vote, though. Yeah, I know. So maybe, but it, it you is. You never know. I mean, look at last year. Uh, I know. I mean, Sirianni was the favorite a month. He wasn't even a finalist. He was the fa- $4 right. favorite. He wasn't even a finalist. Good recall. And here's one I pointed out last week. Now, it depends on where you're looking. DraftKings has Jalen Carter down to minus 1,000 to win Defensive Rookie of the Year today. He had a sack yesterday, and I think he played many snaps. Mm -hmm. That defense, Paul, is one of the worst units in the entire league. We're going to go based on what they've done the last two months now and say, i got to give this guy Defensive Rookie of the Year when he's not playing 50% of the snaps, and they can't stop a high school offense. Are you kidding me? Well, Anderson was all over the field yesterday. He was making plays every time I looked up at the screen. So Carter is high at DraftKings. I I think it's Will Hill Caesars have a minus $4 today. I think Will Anderson's going to do this. I think he's going to win the award. He had two more sacks yesterday. Who's four dollars? What'd you say? Jalen Carter's minus four, four and Will Hill. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. So I, Will Anderson was twenty-five to one last week when we were talking about this, and he's had a, a nice impact, um, as big if not bigger than Carter. And he's missed a couple of games. I get that. So, but I don't. Th- I don't think Carter's going to win. Offensive rookie of the year is intriguing now because Stroud played yesterday. And, uh, you know, he was okay. He wasn't great. But C.J. Stroud now at DraftKings is minus $12. It's going, going to be between him, based on the market here, and Puka Nakua. Puka, another good game yesterday. He's plus 450. Both players will have to play in these big games that we have coming up this weekend. Texans have to have the game to win the division or make the playoffs. And uh, Nakua and the Rams, you would think, right? There's a big difference here between playing in the six or the seven seed. So... I think McVay's probably going to play everybody. Uh, maybe Nakua can pull this off. But also, when it comes to an offensive award like this, voters tend to look towards the quarterback a lot, as we uh, are well aware, especially when it comes to the MVP. And after yesterday's performance, Lamar Jackson is now minus 20,000 to win the MVP at DK. Dak is 18-1, to 1, Purdy is 30-1, to 1, and it was fun while it lasted with Christian McCaffrey. Banged up, didn't play the entire game yesterday. Never scored against a bad Washington defense. He's forty to one, and another year's going to go by where I made a bet on a running back in Christian McCaffrey at two hundred to one to win it. He gets in the mix and he's not going to win. 
Have I learned my lesson? Will I stop betting running backs to win the MVP? Probably not. Because there will be a running back next year on the board between 200 and 500 to 1 that has breakout season, huge impact, can be in the MVP conversation in December written all over it, and I'll probably be on it. I've done it, I think, four years in a row. Can't win, but I do think we're going to have a running back win the award before I'm dead, which could be in six months or it could be maybe in 40 years. I don't know, but I think we're going to get one. Um, So kudos to Lamar. He's going to take down his second overall MVP of his career. After his Another lesson here, that you do have time. This award you need to let breathe. Brock Purdy was between $2 and minus $2.50 before the game on Christmas night. And it looked great. I mean, if he didn't have the four, you know, if it was the exact opposite and played well against the Ravens and they won that game, he'd be the favorite today to win it. And that didn't happen. So there's still value on the board late in the season with some of these awards. Definitely this year with the MVP and the Defensive Rookie of the Year, in my opinion, and who knows, maybe the Coach of the Year. I can't even see maybe because Stefanski was a a big number probably a month ago to win Coach of the Year. We have a buddy here in town who made a bet when Stefanski was 25-1. to Oh. But he parlayed it. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I, I, yeah. I, I, lit him, I lit him up. So did I last night. He just, he, this guy, he, just, he can't help himself. Oh. He parlays everything. Yeah. He parlayed it with Michigan. Yeah. Oh, God. I, just I, just I, make the bet at 25 to so, 1. It's the same guy who put $10 on Blake, Blake Snell, Snell when he bets $200 three-teamers. He'll, he'll bet 1500 on a third quarter. Yeah, yes. Okay. Michael, oh, this is going to be fun. Uh-huh. Michael Lombardi's reaction to what happened on Saturday night coming up next. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free 